Full Service Radio is proudly supported and hosted by Simplecast, the easiest way for a podcast creator to publish and distribute audio on the internet. For more information, visit Simplecast.com. Tune in to Full Service Radio. Full Service Radio. Full Service. Full Service. Full Service. Full Service Radio. Welcome to Beer Me on Full Service Radio, broadcasting live from the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. I'm your host, Sarah Jane. I live, work, and I love beer here in D.C., During my time in culinary school, I gained an appreciation for good beer. I continued my studies in beer at grad school at NYU. And since then, I have been a beer director, beer bar general manager, and I get to continue to explore the beer world with all of you wonderful listeners. Every week, I will have a different guest from different facets of the beer world, from brewers, importers, bartenders, educators, to help us explore this fascinating and dynamic world. Whether you are new to beer or a seasoned professional, we will have something for you. So today on this beautiful uh, Tuesday morning, uh, I have Bob Pease. He is the president and CEO of the Brewers Association here in town for Savor. And we have talked about Savor many times on the show coming up here on Friday and Saturday. Uh, Bob, thank you so much for coming in. Sarah, I'm very excited to be here. (laughs) So uh, you're in town for Savor. For those not listening or for those who haven't heard me constantly harp about it for the past (laughs) couple weeks, um, can you give us a little uh, elevator pitch? You bet. Um, This is the 11th uh, edition of Savor, an American craft beer and food experience. It's held uh, at the National Building Museum. It's uh, this Friday and this Saturday night, uh, 7.30 to 11. And uh, Savor is the premier beer and food pairing event, uh, we believe, in in the United States. Uh, it's something that we're very, very proud of. It's, uh, it's unlike any other beer gathering that, that I've been to. Uh, it really uh, elevates the image of beer. Uh, the, the setting at the Building Museum is just spectacular. And then uh, what Savor is all about is illustrating the compatibility of world-class beer with world-class cuisine. So what it is is we have 90 different breweries that are part of the event and uh, each of those breweries uh, showcases two of their beers, and then each beer is paired with a different food dish, small plates, that's created by our culinary team, led by our executive chef, Adam Dooley. And I, I was able to go last year. The Building Museum is a stunning location for it. You've yeah. got two levels. Um, the beers that come in, uh, there are a lot that you don't often see in this market. That's correct. Um, so you see a lot of kind of new and exciting products. Yeah. Also, from what I understand, somebody, preferably the brewer, uh, has to be behind the booth uh, to answer questions or to, to um, you know, be there to, to talk to people. Yeah. So you're not getting, uh, you know just a, a random person who, you know, is just recruited in for the event or anything like that. You're actually talking to somebody from the brewery. 
Yeah, that's correct. You're, uh, you're all, most of the time able to meet the personality, often the owner of the brewery behind the table pouring their beers. And that, again, is something that makes Sabre very unique. So you'll have the opportunity to interface with Sam Calgione from Dogfish Head, Bill Butcher from Port City, uh, Jim Cook from Boston Beer, and the list goes on. Uh, something that uh, really makes Sabre uh, different than any other beer gathering uh, in the country. And then the food is, I mean, outstanding. <laughs> it's, it's a massive undertaking. As somebody who has worked many catered events, it's also, to me, like I get anxiety walking in because it just feels like, like Kitchen Impossible. It feels like a nightmare because, <laughs> you know, you have two little bites per booth and these have to be executed flawlessly. The flavors have to be on point because they have been tasted meticulously with the beers beforehand to make sure that the pairing is just right. And, you know, executing that many hors d'oeuvres for that many people is just... Well, our executive chef will be happy to hear you appreciate his, his hard work. <laughs> He's uh, supported by a really uh, outstanding team of uh, culinary professionals. So it's uh, not just our executive chef, Adam Dooley, but uh, Kyle Mendenhall from Arcana in Boulder, uh, Mike Friedman from All Purpose here in D.C., mm-hmm. uh, Mark Vetri uh, from Vetri Kitchens in Philadelphia. All of those men and women are part of our culinary team, and they start putting together the menu for Savor uh, really what as early as January, once the, we have the lottery is completed and the breweries are picked, and then we see what beers the breweries are interested in sending, then we start matching and building the menu. So it's, uh, it's quite the process that uh, you know, culminates on uh, this Friday and Saturday night. But we have uh, tastings, we uh, you know, get all the beers shipped to our office in Boulder, put together a big team of uh, chefs, cicerones, culinary professionals, and uh, you know, build the menu from the, from the ground up. Well, I actually got invited to one of the tastings, and it was it was really really impressive. Yeah. Um, and the kind of conversation that you know was around the food and the beer pairings. It was you know not only trying to get the beer and the food to pair well together, but to create an experience yeah. to make you kind of connect with it, um, whether it be a nostalgic level or oh, I never thought of this. You know, it's it's. A really exciting thing. Yeah, the goal really for our culinary team is to have the guest experience what we call that aha moment mm-hmm. when they you can just see it in their face and it lights up and they're like, wow, I never thought I'd experience it taste like that. And uh, if you walk around and looking for those at, at Savor, you, you can see that happening uh, pretty frequently. And the thing that I love is, you know, you're not just, this isn't, not that any pairing is lazy, but this isn't, you know, oh, we have cave-aged cheddar with beer. Oh, this is a soft pretzel and mustard. You yeah. know, these are some serious uh, little bites here. Yeah, uh, it's interesting. Uh, you know, the, it's our 11th edition of Savor, uh, when we started, uh, we were probably doing more of what you just described. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now, uh, uh, Chef Adam and his team are really trying to push the boundaries of what uh, people think of when they're talking about beer and food. And you know, I, I think a good example would be when uh, people like to close a, maybe a beer dinner with you know a big piece of chocolate cake and uh, you know a rich dark stout or a porter to go with that. Well, Adam and his team are really you know inverting that model and. Uh, really changing things up and now if we do a dinner we'll always finish with something light and maybe uh, you know a key lime pie with a wit or something like that so uh, you'll see that in, at Saber on Friday and Saturday. Nice yeah and a key lime pie with a whip beer would be great you've got all those kind of spicy qualities citrus qualities yeah. really drawing that out in the key lime pie that'd be perfect. Uh, so tickets are still available? Uh, I think Saturday night 
sold out okay. yesterday. Friday night, there's definitely tickets available. Nice. Yeah, SaberCraftBeer.com is the, is the website. And there are so many events around <laughs> Saver uh, throughout the city. You have yeah. uh, Birch and Barley, the Brewers Brunch that they've had for many years, where they also do different courses and different beers. Uh, Pizza Paradiso, I think in DuPont Circle, is doing another uh, brunch on Sunday. I think with Maine Beer Company. Yeah, maybe. Maine Beer Company. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you have a lot of different, you know, tap takeovers and, and other such things where, you know, you've got brewers sending really exciting stuff. Uh, so that's really, really amazing. So definitely check out Saver. Uh, you know, definitely check out different events around the city or at least try to get some tickets for Friday night. Yeah, we encourage all the breweries that are participating to list uh, their events on the website. So for your listeners that want to experience one of those events, uh, even if they're not attending Saver, they can go to savercraftbeer.com and we have a, a tab for weekly events and you'll be able to see uh, all the things that are happening around town that, are, that support Saver. Nice. Well, for those of you just tuning in, um, I am sitting down with Bob Pease, the president and CEO of the Brewers Association, talking a little about Saver coming up this week. Uh, but Bob, what else are you doing uh, during your time here in Washington, D.C.? Well, uh, you know, it's inter- that's an interesting question. Uh, the, you know, the origins of Saver go back 11 years. And uh, really what we were trying to do when we created Saver was we wanted to do a, a event for beer lovers on the East Coast. Uh, but we decided to have that event in Washington, D.C., so that we could try to capitalize on our emerging government affairs focus at the association. So that's why uh, Saver was, was decided to be, we decided to hold Saver in D.C. And what we've done in the last uh, 11 years is we hold our annual lobby day, or what uh, associations would call a fly in or a hill climb, in conjunction with Saver. So, this week on Thursday, we'll be taking about 150 uh, brewery owners uh, up to Capitol Hill to uh, tell the story of small and independent craft breweries uh, to their legislators and their congressional representatives uh, and uh, just tell the story of uh, American small American craft brewing. It's been, uh, it's been very, very successful and uh, we've really helped establish and build our brand as a political entity on Capitol Hill and uh, using Saver as kind of that uh, focal point for, uh, you know, you got the promotes the promotional aspect of Saver, and then you have the, the the government affairs aspect of our helpline. So, what do you hope to accomplish with that? With each like individual meeting, are there some specific goals for some you know certain states or? Uh, it's a that's a good, very good question. Uh, yeah, what uh, you know, our our biggest uh, government affairs uh, victory has been. Uh, Last year, we were able to uh, lower, uh, get legislation passed after a 10-year effort uh, to uh, lower the federal excise tax for mm-hmm. small brewers. And uh, so that bill was passed at the December 2017, but it was only passed for, uh, for two years. Ah. So uh, our main uh, talking point up on the Hill this week will be trying to uh, advocate for permanency for that new federal excise tax structure. Mm-hmm. You know, and how we do that is, again, we go up there and we tell the story of small and independent craft breweries and how uh, they have become, you know, focal points in communities all across the country, often serving as uh, points of economic uh, revitalization in depressed uh, uh, urban areas, uh, how many people we, uh, our small and independent breweries employ, and just how they uh, really give back to the community. They're really quintessential, they're small breweries, yes, but they're really quintessential small businesses. And it's really a, an American success story. 
and uh, we've gotten just tremendous reception up on Capitol Hill uh, from uh, you know Republicans and Democrats alike. So it's bipartisan. Oh, absolutely. Uh, beer, beer is <laughs> everybody bi- likes beer. Beer is bipartisan. <laughs> beer brings people together. Uh, you know, and uh, when you uh, one of our effort, one of our asks when we go in and talk to legislators is, hey, come visit my brewery in you know Washington D.C. or Seattle, Washington, Portland, Maine. And when you get a member of Congress into a small brewery, mm-hmm. you can have the equivalent of that aha, aha moment that, you, that we're looking for at Saver. Uh, they get into a small brewery and they see all the equipment and the capital infrastructure and investment that these business owners have made. And then they see all the people that are uh, working at the, at the brewery and they're like, wow, I get it now. And, uh, you know, they want to help these small businesses succeed. And so on Thursday, you said you have 150 people participating in this? Yes. Yeah. So essentially, are they all meeting with, you know, different representatives or? Yeah, we'll have, we'll probably touch, probably visit uh, 350 uh, different congressional offices on Thursday. And there's 535 total congressional offices. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll, we'll get it, we'll knock off a good chunk of them. Um, we work for months uh, scheduling uh, appointments. We have a woman, that's all she does for about three months for us, is she sets everybody's schedule. So every hill climber gets to go in and see, uh, uh, meet with both their Senate offices and then their their member of Congress, their representative, and then we try to uh, meet as many uh, leadership offices and uh, Ways and Means and Senate Finance Committee offices as we can as well. So each, uh, each climber will have somewhere between four and six meetings. Mm-hmm. Uh, some, are, some people come, they're the only person from their state, and so they're by themselves. Or some states, like Oregon or Colorado, there'll be three or four people representing that state. And then at the end of the day, on Thursday, we host a reception in the Rayburn Cafeteria for congressional staff and members of Congress. So that's kind of the culmination of, of that day, and we'll have about 30 breweries set up in the Rayburn building, and uh, we'll again just try to educate members of Congress and their staff about, you know, what these uh, small breweries uh, do for each, for all of their communities. Nice. So, yeah, well, so it's pretty. It's pretty exciting. Good luck with that. That'll Thank be you. hopefully a lot of uh, a lot of good things come from that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's uh, you, we're just telling the story of American small and independent breweries to our legislators and trying to build those relationships. Nice. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back on Beer Me, Full Service Radio. The theme song and break music here for Beer Me by a group called Nag Champa Art Ensemble right here at VC. This was recorded live at Songbird a few years ago. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Beer Me on Full Service Radio, recorded live at the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, 
uh, Washington, D.C. I'm sitting down with Bob Pease, the president and CEO of the Brewers Association in town for Savor, uh, also the 2018 Hill Climb. Uh, we just talked about that a little bit, uh, but I do want to talk a little bit about a conference that I got to go to uh, earlier this month, is the Craft Brewers Conference in Nashville. Um, you know, we haven't quite done a recap on that yet, a little bit behind, but uh, I want to talk a little bit about that with you. It was a you really, bet. really great conference in, uh, in Nashville. The conference center itself is stunning. The city was amazing. Uh, they had all these different events, um, but you also had a lot of really fantastic seminars. Yeah, uh, thank you. Uh, the Craft Brewers Conference and Brew Expo America is the annual industry conference and trade show for craft brewing. And it's really become not just an important event uh, for small and independent brewers in the United States, but it's really become a, a really important event for small and independent craft breweries from all over the world. Mm -hmm. uh, we have 15,000 people that attended, uh, all people that are in uh, the craft brewing industry, and about 17% of those attendees were from the international community. So the Craft Brewers Conference is an event that Brewers Association puts on. We take it to a different city each year. It was in Washington, D.C. in 2017. Uh, Nashville, as you mentioned, in 2018. And then next year it'll be in Denver, and then San Antonio, and then San Diego. Uh, so it's a three-day professional conference and trade show. It's not a beer festival, but it's uh, a combination of uh, seminars, as you mentioned. Uh, I think we had over 200 uh, different uh, speakers uh, presenting in 12 different educational tracks. Our keynote speaker was Deb Carey from New Glarus Brewing Company, who's had just a fantastic story to tell. You know, a real uh, self-made self success story in, in New Glarus, Wisconsin. And then uh, we, we were very proud of a new uh, effort that we had this year. Uh, we incorporated a leadership track uh, where we had uh, five different, I think, speakers. Uh, everybody from our new diversity ambassador, Dr. Nicole, J. Nicole Beckham, uh, Jack Lee, uh, and uh, President Obama's former speechwriter, Cody Keenum. So yeah, was, I uh, went to his seminar. It was yeah. really, really well done. Yeah, that, that room was full. Yeah, it was definitely <laughs> definitely a packed room, um, and uh, yeah, it, 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 the thing that I appreciated is how he kind of linked speech writing to kind of running a craft brewery in, in that the sense that it's all about authenticity and storytelling and kind of being true to yourself, which I was very impressed with. And then, of course, yeah. you know, fun, wonderful stories about President Obama made me really happy and nostalgic <laughs> yeah it's good to, it was good to have a home brewer in the white house for a bit huh? yeah i know <laughs> just just for a little bit um and there was a yeah there was a great uh there was also kelly mcdonald um she did a seminar crafting the customer experience for people not like you um and definitely you know went through a lot of different things where i feel like uh, people who own breweries, you know, a lot of times, you know, we were talking about this a little bit earlier, you yeah. focus so much on, is the beer good? Am I doing the cool style? Am I making it perfectly? Have I sourced everything properly? And then, you know, you kind of feel like sometimes it's a little bit of an afterthought with the entire experience. How am I reaching out to my community? How is my staff trained? What is it? What does it feel to be in the, you know, what's the feeling in the, in the tap room or the brew pub or 
you know, wherever people are coming into your sure. space, you know. So that leadership track, I think, was really, really brilliant uh, to have as a resource uh, for your members. What were some of the other tracks that you all offered? I, I just, I looked yeah. at all the seminars and I didn't put together a theme. You know, we have everything from a, from technical brewing tracks where mm-hmm. uh, we have, you know, industry professionals speak about the newest uh, technologies and advancements in, in, in brewing. Uh, we have marketing tracks. Uh, we have tracks for uh, brew pub operators. Uh, we have uh, a track on safety. Mm-hmm. Uh, where brewery safety, I mean, this is a very important issue for the Brewers Association. Uh, we have a safety ambassador, somebody that we contract with that travels around the country and speaks to groups of brewers uh, around the country uh, talking about best practices and how to operate a, a brewery safe, uh, safely. Um, we have uh, you know, a greater emphasis on fostering diversity within the craft brewing community. Uh, so it's it's the it runs the whole gamut of uh, issues that in, that face small and independent breweries and how to be more successful in your business. You know, really, what we're looking to do is educate uh, the attendee and uh, have them come away with uh, something of value that they can take back to their brewery, to their business, and uh, make it a, a better a better business. Nice, kind of giving it a more like a full package, exactly. essentially. So for those of you just tuning in, this is Bob Peace, uh, sitting down on Full Service Radio, Beer Me, uh, CEO and President of the Brewers Association. We're doing a little recap on the Craft Brewers Conference uh, that was this year in Nashville, Tennessee. So I went to the press conference uh, for the Brewers Association, and there were two big focuses that I feel like the Brewers Association Brewers Association is taking on this year, and that was safety and diversity. Yep, those are two two main focuses of the organization for sure. And so, can you speak? So, you have a, a safety ambassador, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. um, to kind of go in and you know help breweries kind of do you know proper methods so that you know nobody's getting hurt or anything like that and as somebody who has worked in restaurants for a long time i completely understand how a small independent business cuts corners uh when it comes to safety um so you know and i'm not accusing any brewers of cutting corners uh but what has that what has the response been from breweries since you've kind of rolled out this new initiative Oh, it's been uh, it's been fantastic. Uh, on our website, BrewersAssociation.org, uh, we have a uh, twelve uh, part video uh, series that we that we put together that uh, breweries can brewery personnel can go onto the website and watch the videos and then kind of take a self test at the end. And uh, we've had thousands and thousands of v- visits and downloads and views of those videos. Uh, you know, I think to put it for your listeners in basic terms, you know, when we. Uh, a lot of breweries started. I don't think their focus might have been on safety, but it's as simple as, you know, is everybody wearing uh, protective eyewear mm-hmm. when they're when they're in a brewery? Do they wear, you know, they wear goggles? Um, how about clothing? Uh, you know, you used to see pictures of, uh, you know, people operating in breweries. It can be a hot uh, environment, but they might be wearing shorts or sometimes even flip flops. Uh, that's not uh, what we would consider a good manufacturing, pra- uh, you know, a good, pro- good, good best practice in a brewery. So yeah, it sounds know, a little gross too. So information, you know, information on what is the best type of clothing to be wearing when mm-hmm. you're when you're brewing beer. So th- things like that. It's not you know rocket science, and it uh, doesn't have to be super expensive. But you know, we want to when uh, when our safety ambassador speaks, he talks about he goes, I'm going to make safety sexy. And uh, he's uh, his name is Matt Stinchfield, and mm-hmm. he does he does a fantastic job. 
and uh, you know we, t- we take it very seriously and it's like hey we're trying to save lives here yeah oh wow sexy safety <laughs> does he wear rubber boots <laughs> um Another uh, aspect that you really pushed on was diversity, and you said that you have a new diversity ambassador. Yes. What prompted this? You know, I think uh, it's uh, it's an issue that, uh, you know, and I think issue probably is the wrong word. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, diversity really isn't, a, a wise man told me once, you know, diversity isn't a problem to be solved, but it's a value to be lived. And I think that's uh, kind of what we're trying to do uh, within craft brewing. Uh, you know, Beer in general, I think, has a stereotype of being male, being white, and guys with beards and baseball hats. And, and nothing wrong with that, but <laughs> we're trying to uh, you know, find a way to uh, make uh, beer from small and independent breweries more accessible to everybody. Uh, so men, women, you know, people of color, uh, multicultural, we just want to be finding ways to be more welcoming and embracing to all walks of life and, and, and you know, this great melting pot that we call the United States. And so we've contracted with uh, Jane Nicole Beckham, a university professor in Virginia, uh, to, uh, again, go around and speak to groups of brewery owners about how can you reach out to minority communities in your part of the, the country and, you know, make your business seem more welcoming uh, uh, to uh, people who may not frequent uh, craft breweries uh, typically. And, okay, so you have this person go out and speak to all these breweries. What has, I mean, what, what result are you hoping to get from that? Uh, what result are we hoping to get for it? Well, in the end, one of the main goals of the Brewers Association is trying to help our members sell more beer. Mm-hmm. So we would like for our members to be able to sell more craft beer to to women, to African-Americans, to Asians, to all walks of life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and expanding that, maybe that tip, the stereotypical customer base beyond the white males with flannel and beards <laughs> and baseball hats. Uh, you know, and tying everything back to savor. Uh, you know, one of the th- things that the association is always trying to do is, as well is what we call elevate the image of beer. Mm-hmm. When you go to savor, you'll see what I'm talking about. Uh, it's not all guys, baseball hats, beards, and flannels. It's uh, all walks of life, uh, lots of diversity, uh, lots of lots of men, lots of women. Uh, it's really atypical beer gathering. We're, re- we're really proud of that. Oh yeah, and and last year when I went, there was a there was a really great uh, mix of people. Yeah. Um, but I I am curious, you know, have you and putting you on the spot a little bit here, but have you seen a particular brewery do something that has kind of in an effort to reach out to other people? Um, not one that I can cite offhand. I guess mm-hmm. one local brewery that comes to mind that I think is doing a good job in this area is Denizens. Yeah. Uh, it's in Silver Spring, uh, co-founded uh, and owned by Julie Verratti. Mm-hmm. Uh, Julie is actually a candidate for lieutenant governor in the, in the Democratic primary uh, coming up here. Uh, for, in the state of Maryland, but that brewery is a place that I think is, I'm not sure what it is they're doing, but when I've gone there, I've been very impressed with uh, how diverse the clientele is. Yeah, we've, I mean, we and had I'm one sorry, of our... Julie is the chair of our diversity committee at the, at the association. So. Yeah, 
I mean, we've had one of their sales representatives on the show, and everybody from the sales representative to Julie herself to everybody in that group is just, it's just really nice to everybody all the time. I've never seen them be mean. <laughs> so I think that's a, that's a big part of it. Everyone feels like comfortable in that, in that area. I think who you are and, and what you're trying to build kind of radiates through you know, your establishment in, in a very kind of, it sound like a hippie right now, but you know, <laughs> it's got a good vibe for sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm noticing more and more, you know, brew pubs are, um, you know, making an effort to make it a, just a, a nicer place to be. Yeah. I think, you know, appealing to everybody. You know, one thing that struck, struck me when I've visited, uh, denizens again is uh you know it's it's men it's women it's couples it's children it's dogs it's old people it's young people it's such a great mm-hmm. mix yeah and uh that's uh you know what uh places like denizens and other small and independent breweries have become they become community gathering points and uh focal places uh for communities and you know i love uh, i've seen uh, one sign at a, you see sometimes at breweries at tap rooms it's like no, we don't have Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Talk to each other. Pretend like it's 1995. <laughs> we don't have Wi-Fi. And, you know, you have those community tables where people share, and it's just very socially interactive. Yeah. So this last week, I went to the second annual uh, Craft Beer Roundtable by Cornell. Um, and, you know, there was a really beautiful mix of people as far as not just women and men and so on and so forth, but also a mix of people from the beer industry. It wasn't just brewers, you know. Yeah. You had um, people from a lot of different kinds of establishments. And we actually got into this discussion a little bit about essentially how, you know, we had a brewer just flat out ask to, to the ladies in the room, you know, how, 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 do, you know, how do we reach out to you a little bit more? And the overall consensus was you have to make the space hospitable. You know, the actual experience going to your establishment, you know, kind of gone are the days where you can, you know, have a dingy pub that's not really clean and, you know, loud music and nobody's talking to each other. Everyone's just checking in their beers on untapped. (laughs) Um, I think you're looking for more of an experience and something that I harped on a little bit was the fact that I feel like the Austin beer scene, they have it down really well as far as getting that experience right. A lot of times, you know, it's exactly like you say, it's exactly like you picture with the big uh, picnic tables and food trucks and babies and dogs and, you know, you're outside and it's, it's just this happy environment um, and everything is, for the most part, clean. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's, and, you know, the staff isn't condescending and they're able to explain everything and, you know, everyone is just treated fairly. Um, so I feel like, you know, there's already a morph that's happening in the, the beer scene. And I think it's, it's not necessarily, okay, we're going to, we're going to reach women. You know, I feel like this is kind of like a natural morph and the, you know, we need to reach everybody. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, you, you want, you don't want to pander. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't want to be condescending. Yeah. You want to be sincere and genuine. Yeah. and doing that in a, in, a, in a sensitive way. And uh, this is something that we'll be working uh, towards uh, for a long time at the Brewers Association. We don't see this as having a, an end goal. It'll be, like I said, it'll be a value that's to be lived, and we're going to try to talk the talk and walk the walk. Well, that's beautiful. Thank you. You bet. Uh, well, wrapping up here, uh, like I said, check out uh, Saver, uh, the website, 
there's still tickets for Friday, but definitely check out all the events in the D.C. area this weekend. Um, and hopefully we'll see you again in Washington, D.C. Uh, thank you again for coming by on the show. Uh, and thank you all for listening. Uh, we'll see you next week. I recorded live at the Line Hotel on Full Service Radio. This is Beer Me, and I'm your host, Sarah Jane. Thanks for listening to this program on Full Service Radio, broadcasting and recording from the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. Full Service Radio programming can be accessed live and archived on fullserviceradio.org. Our talk programming is available on most podcast apps like iTunes and Stitcher, and our DJ sets are available on mixcloud.com slash fullserviceradio. Full Service Radio features over 30 weekly shows and over 50 local hosts covering every topic imaginable. If you want to be a guest or get involved, email us at info at fullserviceradio.org. Follow us on Twitter at fullserviceRDO, on Instagram and Facebook at Full Service Radio. Thanks for listening. And if you want to move, you can move.